Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 2, Episode 19, Long Day's Journey into Marinara. Yes. Uh-huh, not marinara, but marinara. Marinara. You love marinara sauce. I love marinara sauce. <laughs> it's so good. I have vivid memories from our childhood of you, like, you know, needing marinara sauce for, um... I cannot eat mozzarella. Caroline, I cannot eat mozzarella sticks without it. It doesn't, it's not right. It does not taste good. See, and I can't eat them with it. That's a shame because it's delicious. How do you feel about pizza sauce? Is it similar to pizza sauce, you would say? It's a little more chunky. Well, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it's pretty similar. What's your favorite part of pizza? Like the sauce, the cheese, or the bread? Probably the cheese, depending on the brand, but usually the cheese. Okay. But I love Domino's pizza crust. Okay. Okay. So I was just curious. Please sponsor us. Do you? I know. Do you like a a a saucy pizza? Um, it depends on the quality of um, like toppings. Oh. interesting i usually don't like a saucy pizza like if i do domino's Mm -hmm. i say light sauce oh you can say that yeah but like Mm -hmm. we have a local brewery near me it's called trapezium and i'm obsessed with them it's in petersburg and they actually just opened a um another one in (gasps) richmond they did but um they did we need to go there yeah, but, like, that one, I literally, that's my favorite pizza in the entire world. It's, Ooh. like, oven roasted and, oh. um, or what is it? It's a pizza oven, and it's so good. My favorite is the Mamu. So, if you're ever in the Richmond area, drive down to Petersburg for the original trapezium, or if you're in Richmond, I think, I don't know if the um, new one is as good, but... I mean, it has to be because it's trapezium, and trapezium is delicious. Got you, got you. Well, question, why is this, I know there's a pun, and I'll share this in the fun facts. Um, there's a pun on why the title is what the title is, but I still don't understand why it's called Long Day's Journey into Marinara. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't really get that. Yeah. I'm assuming because they're Italian. Well, yeah, it is, but like, but why that's the really the only thing. The, the the that's the only thing I. Oh well, well, you know what? We should thought. probably get educated. We probably should. Yeah, so let's do adult education. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The description of this episode is: Sophia believes her sister Angela is trying to steal her boyfriend from her. <gasps> oh. What? That's not even, no. I don't know. That's not even, like, the main deal. But, I feel okay, like the main whatever. deal is Angela moving to America. Uh, yeah, and trying to find an apartment. Yeah, but I guess you can't, like, in the description, make it about Angela. You'd have to tie it back to the girls. I guess. Yeah. Anyway. I wonder, side note, I wonder if, like, the creators came up with these descriptions or if, like, some person at the TV studio did later I, on. I bet it would be someone from the TV studio. Yeah. I bet. I bet it's not the people. Maybe, like, the TV guides back in the day the creators did. Maybe. Or somebody from the Golden Girls did, but maybe, like, now, like, on Hulu, maybe. Yeah. Perhaps. What do I know? I was just curious. What do we know? What do we know? So, we decided to add something to adult education, um, because yes. of what we were talking about last week, we're interested to see if there's any patterns with the writers and the directors of the episodes. So we're going to share um, who those people were. So do you want to start by telling us who the episode was written by? 
Yes. So this episode was written by Susan Harris, Mm -hmm. Barry Mm -hmm. Thanero, and Mort Nathan. Okay. Okay. We know Susan Harris, and I'm sure we'll be... We'll become familiar with those other two people. Maybe. Yes. Maybe not. Um, and the episode was directed by Terry Hughes. Nice. So um, <laughs> the guest stars in this episode were Nancy Walker as Angela, Joey Alfaza as Tony, <laughs> and Esther Larner, Lenar, Larner, sorry, as woman. More like the other woman. Yeah. No, I won't I won't shame her for that. She didn't know. It was no, all Tony's didn't. fault. Stupid Tony. Stupid Tony. I mm. never trust a guy named Tony. Never. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No way, Jose. Uh-uh. No way, Tony. <laughs> okay. Um, the episode aired um February twenty first, nineteen eighty seven. Nice. Mm-hmm. And on this day, a couple things were happening. Um, a lot of, you know, pop culture things. Uh, there was a lot of movies happening. Um, Lethal Weapon with Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, Gary Busey, Busey, sorry, and Mitchell Ryan, um, were the stars of that. And I've never seen that. Have you seen that movie? Never. Have no interest in it. Yeah, I've never it. seen it. I've heard <laughs> of it. I've heard of it before, but I've never seen it. The next movie was Some Kind of Wonderful with Eric Stoltz, Mary Stewart Masterson, Leah Thompson, and Craig Sheffer. Did we talk about that one last time? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe. Okay. And then two popular songs of the time, Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer. Whoa. Yes. Such a good song. Yeah. And then Huey Lewis and the News, they were singing Jacob's Ladder. And we listened to that before we started recording. And not a bad song. Ah, yes. What a what a fun one. Yes. I feel like I always say fun. that. But this just time of music was so upbeat and like, whoa. So good. I love, Sam and I were talking about this. Um, Daddy cracks me up because he always says, the 80s were a confusing time. No, and the I 70s feel like were a confusing music, time. I feel like the music just goes with that. I thought he said the 70s were a confusing time. Um, He says that for the 80s as well. Oh, he does. Okay, I'll yes. have to talk to him about the 80s, see why they were so confusing. Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Ooh, I can't wait to hear these fun facts. Yeah, Because some... I hope a couple of my questions that were, that came up for me during the show our answer during these no probably not <laughs> great okay so one we've already done in the other angela episode it's just that it's mentioned in this episode so i feel like i should say it um okay. th- for the other angela episode um sophia admits that she and angela are the only two left of the original family later mm-hmm. in the series their brother angelo appears in a few episodes um meanwhile angela is never mentioned again after this episode which is, well, it's, uh, I'm sorry, it's so shocking to me. Her appearances were so close together. Right. I've always felt like they were spread out at least over one or two seasons. I agree with that. I agree with that. And then going back to Angelo, mm-hmm. I wonder if it's kind of the same situation as Rebecca and Becky okay. for Blanche. But Angelo and Angela... I'd, I don't oh, know, though. no. I feel like Becky, well, I don't know. That's that's a tough one, Jenna. Yeah, I don't know. Wow, I don't know, because I never even can, I don't know. That's hard. I know, I know. Well, we know that consistency was not a strength of the Golden Girls writers. Yeah. Well, because there were so many, I guess. And I mean, honestly, like, I feel like when you're writing a sitcom like this, like, it's not... A drama where there's like it's consistently back to back to back, mm-hmm. but you it, know. Well, I listened to the um, Office Ladies podcast, 
And mm-hmm. uh, they talked about having like a sh- uh, a show Bible, I think, where literally uh, they wrote down everything about every single like character, every single mo- like right. they wrote down those things. So you would know, oh, well, this character mentioned that they do this job on the side. So blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't know if that was a thing yet. It's called a show Bible, I think. But I don't know if that was a thing at this point with the Golden Girls. Did continuity matter in the 80s because everything was like live and you couldn't really binge watch anything unless if there was that's what i was about to say yeah that's what i was just about to say like who matter? knew that netflix or hulu was going to become a thing like all these years later when you had access to binge these things and you didn't have millennials you know picking all these things apart like yeah yeah we do like at this point could you even record like on a tape what was on tv i don't know I don't, like, did they have VCR? They had VCR, so maybe so, but yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe you could record a couple episodes or, but you, it's yeah. not like, you would have to wait for a marathon to be on TV. Right. To do that, so I mean. Yeah, very Does, does continuity matter in this day and age? I don't know. Right? I don't think so. <laughs> I feel like, I almost feel like truly it's a millennial thing where we pick up on things like that. Maybe. Maybe not millennial, just maybe like this era maybe of TV. Like the way we consume TV is way different. Yeah. Well, I'll keep going. Um, Blanche's line, she says, isn't she the woman who thought she received messages from Milton Berle through her dentures? <laughs> right. Apparently that's a slight directed at Lucille Ball, who once claimed that she could receive radio waves through her dental crowns. <sighs> weird isn't that weird like who that's funny because they were all friends maybe it was like a fun dig maybe maybe like she thought it was funny i don't know who knows um per the title the broadway play long day's journey into night um by eugene o'neill opened at the theater this helen hayes theater in new york on november 7th 1956 um it just, you know, talks about who was in the play. It won a Tony for Best Play and a Pulitzer Prize in drama in 1957. Like, it was just a really highly acclaimed play. Um, and it's also a film starring Katherine Hepburn in 1962. But yeah. nothing about nice. the connection between, like, the stories. I don't really know. Right. Maybe you just have to have seen it to get it. Maybe. Well, do you want to get into On Golden Girls and we can dissect the episode. Yes, let's do it. Okay. Long day's journey into Marinara. So I noticed um, the opening song to this episode was like a different one than usual. Oh, really? Which one was it? It was like a, um, instead of, it was like an in-betweener. Okay. I think it was that one. Maybe to me, it sounded like it was more one that you would play or hear in between scenes. Okay. All right. Like Like a quick one. Yeah. I wasn't quite sure. Um, I feel like with the intro songs, it all depends on how quickly they want to get into the plot. Yeah, for sure. How much time do they have to kill? Like how how close was the episode to the exactly. time it was required to be? Exactly. <laughs> like exactly. Are we pan over the whole living room. Exactly. Or, what do we need? Or are we just gonna hop right into it? Yeah. Do we need to watch someone drive into the into right. the driveway? Do we need to watch a palm tree blow around in the wind? Exactly. That's a good point. So this episode begins with um um Dorothy and Blanche in the living room watching the news and yes. you know Blanche is obsessed with the news reporter um, or the anchor and I love how Dorothy's just like wasn't that story about the heart transplant amazing oh and gosh. Blanche does clearly did not hear anything about a heart no. transplant <laughs> love that for her it um, was Tom Brokaw though um oh yeah I remember him oh you do was he hot? I'm looking him up. Yeah, Tom Brokaw. Yeah, I, re- I remember him um, being... I remember him very vividly. Oh. Him um, in oh. news 
being a newscaster. Cool. Um, he is 82 years old still. He's still alive. Oh, good. So he was probably a young, a young man. Yeah, he was time. very young then. Yeah, Aww. he was very attractive then. Wow. He's very old now. That's okay. <laughs> um. So, you know what, though? He must have only been in his 40s if he was 82 now. Uh, yeah. Maybe even his late 40s. So he's probably, like, only a little bit younger than Blanche. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Well, um, Sophia comes home with her Tony, a seemingly good guy. Um, mm-hmm. And he is obviously an Italian man because they won a dance contest at the Sons mm-hmm. of Italy Bash. Um, Ooh, I, I looked it up and Sons of Italy is actually like a fraternal organization for um, people of Italian. Um, I don't know if they're from Italy or of Italian descent, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'd never heard of it before. I never really paid attention to what she had said, except that they were out somewhere dancing. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but they're great dancers. Actually, no, they don't have to be because they're in the over 80 category and you just have to not like <laughs> suck. <laughs> They have to be alive. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but it seems like they had a great time. Um, she seems to really be into Tony. She even gives him a kiss goodbye. I love that little moment that they have at the door Agreed. and then Blanche and Dorothy are watching them. I think yeah, it's funny. I agree with you. I thought it was really adorable. <laughs> um, She talks about how he's a catch because he has his own hair and his own teeth and... An unrestricted driver's license. Oh, hubba hubba. She, it's just so funny how a lot of the show, like, kind of reverts older people back into teenagers. Right. Because, like, I mean, not the hair and the teeth part, but, like, you know, the driver's license. Like, ooh, this boy's going to drive right. me around. Ooh, because yep. again, It's just so funny. They do that so a lot funny. in, like, really clever ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But who should walk in next but Rose? And Rose is, like, casually, sneakily carrying a chicken in a cage? I mean, personally, I can relate. (laughs) I felt But... I mean, no, I totally understand. But you have, like, a yard... You don't this live in true. Miami. You live in a place no. where you can have chickens. Yeah. That's <laughs> she's, true. She's being so sneaky about it. I feel like you could she just is. take a chicken home and, and no one would really say anything. No one would have any questions for you. So, question. Was she keeping this as a pet or was she just watching this chicken? She was watching it because she kept okay. talking about how when What's-Her-Face was um, Sylvia Butel. Oh, right, 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 right. She kept talking right, about, right, like, yep. what's Sylvia going to do when she gets home? She never really said what Sylvia was doing. Maybe she's just on vacation or Probably. something. Probably. This is when they go off onto that tangent about how she was, um, like, thought that someone was communicating with her through her dentures. Right. Um, Maybe she had, like, a procedure. Well, she said that was already fixed. No, I know. I'm just being silly. Oh, <laughs> you silly goose. <laughs> so, or silly chicken in this case. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, um, R- Blanche is really like, oh my gosh. Like, and honestly, how many creatures has Rose brought home at this point? She's brought. Okay. Well, you know what? Sometimes things just happen. Okay. No, I know. And what, what you I'm... just end up at Tractor Supply I understand. and you come home with chicks. Ducks. No, I I understand, and that happens. But you don't have a roommate named Blanche, who has consistently <laughs> been against pets, like yeah. dogs. She was against having a dog. What in the world made you Crazy. think that you could borrow a chicken? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying well, I that's agree why she with was Blanche. Going so fast. I mean, chickens like. If she did it a, a different way instead of having it in a cage in her room, like it could be a pretty like, like Blanche wouldn't have had to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't. I I don't know. Um, Blanche is like he belongs in a, it belongs in a barnyard, and Rose says the line, Count Bessie, because it's named Count Bessie, which that's not explained either. <laughs> she says yeah. Count Bessie isn't a, a barnyard chicken or a farm chicken. She's a showbiz chicken. 
Oh my gosh. And Blanche like sarcastically says like, what does she do? Play the piano? <laughs> she plays the piano. Oh my gosh. I love the little clucking sounds of the chicken. Oh yes. I love when my chickens make noises. That's my favorite thing. It's really sweet. And and yeah. and you can tell this chicken is like trained to play the piano because yes. she puts it on the teeny tiny little piano and it's like it's yes. like rearing to go. It plays the piano and plays Old McDonald has a farm. And yes. I love my favorite part of it all is how the chicken's like rocking it and he plays a couple notes with his beak and then he plays a note with his foot. I know. It's so talented. I know. It makes me think of how Lady Gaga puts her feet on her piano. Oh, yeah. A little rock star. Yes. <laughs> but the girls end up agreeing to the chicken staying if he stays in his oh cage. Mm-hmm. I bet that thing stinks. Yeah. Do you remember taking Jean, the rooster, oh, in the cage my. in the car? Gosh. He, like, yes. pooped in the car. It, like, smelled after, like, a 20-minute a drive. Yeah. Nope. But, I mean, that's what chickens do. Exactly. I mean, like, he wasn't trying to do any differently. Yeah. <laughs> so, poor Count Bessie. Jean was the best chicken. May he rest in peace. Was he? He was named after Jean Simmons. He was kind of a jerk. He was the best rooster. Yeah. Felt so bad yeah, for he... him. Why? Well, because the chicks always pecked his head. Oh, his little bald patch. Yeah, he had a really so. Jean was a Polish rooster. We'll have to post a picture of Jean on our Instagram. Good because Jean was amazing. He was our um, Polish rooster. He was my first rooster I ever got. Yeah. And he was beautiful. He had a head full of hair. Oh, Jean. And he was fabulous. You know. He really, he really was. He was everything <laughs> anybody could want in yes. a rooster. Yes. Gene was He it. was an attack rooster. He didn't let anybody get his ladies. He didn't. He was great. He really. No, he was good at his job. He, he knew what was up. Gene did. Yeah. <laughs> um, he did. So the doorbell rings and we, you know, honestly, the chicken plot does not take up that much of the episode. No. It doesn't. Um, but the doorbell rings, and who is it except dear Aunt Angela, who we just Aunt saw. Angela! Angela! What are no, you No, Sophia Loren. Ugh. Did you notice if she was carrying luggage or not this time? I didn't even look. I think I checked, and I think she was just carrying a purse. It could be wrong. I think so, too. <laughs> what a woman. Um, but... it. it, it Sophia's confused about why she's back. Um, yeah. She says maybe there was a vendetta, but there was no vendetta. Um, and she pretty much is like, oh, I just wanted to come on a vacation. And it's kind of weird. Yeah. This whole back and forth, like, oh, no, I wrote you guys a letter. And Dorothy, like, did you notice how, like, Dorothy was like, you didn't write a letter? No, I didn't. She got, well, she was like, no, you didn't. Like, no way. Like she really butted into a little that defensive. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. No way. We no. You did not write a letter. How could you even insinuate you wrote a letter? Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, she says she wrote a letter, but um, Sophia says she probably forgot. And then they kind of like say like they kind of imply that she's forgetful because she calls Rose Blanche and oh, yeah. it's like it was honestly a Rose moment where she was like, doesn't it get confusing with like two Blanches yeah. in the house? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that part was kind of weird coming from her. Yeah, I wasn't a biggest the biggest fan of that like yeah. whole interaction. Nah. Um, well, basically, she's there for a vacation, and um, Rose kind of goes on and on. I don't even know where the story was going. I don't remember. Um, I don't even remember the story to be honest. And everybody is like, "We need to leave," and they're like, "Oh no, we should take a nap." Oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah, we're I'm so tired. Let's all go. And it's funny that Rose knows. That they don't want to hear her story. She's like, well, I'm going to be waiting until you right. come back. Like, sometimes it seems like she really does pick up on the fact that nobody cares. But sometimes yeah. she doesn't and just keeps talking. It's right. just It's just odd. Yeah, um, it's not consistent. Yeah. But it is funny how she says, well, I'm going to be back here waiting to dump. I'm going to tell you the story yeah. when, when you come back. And everybody, like, silently marches back in to listen yeah. to her story. Um. It's kind of a little win for Rose. 
Yeah, there you go. Um, so later, Angela and Sophia have cooked dinner, and the girls are eating it. And like, oh, it's I like it was so good. I know it's like any time that Sophia makes a meal, they're like, st- like they not starving. They've all they're stuffed. They've all yes. eaten so much food, and they can't have another bite. And it's just, it's, yes. you just can only imagine how good it is. Um, yes, and I love I. I feel like this is a quotable part of this episode. I didn't realize that this was this episode. Um, Blanche, <laughs> um, uh, they ask about dessert, and apparently Rose made dessert. And <sighs> Blanche goes, damn. And Rose says, what'd you say, Blanche? And she says, yum. I said, yum. yum. I said, yum. <laughs> yum. I said, yum. <laughs> so good. Um and this, I don't, I don't think this was the first Scandinavian word. No, because the wedding, we, no, that was later. That was, that's later. It's Sophia's wedding. Is this one of the first times that we hear um, a, a Scandinavian word from Rose? No, because they have that, the that plate, don't they? Remember the plate? Oh, they just called it a ceremonial wedding plate, though. Uh... I don't think they, they had, had a name the yacht for it. log. Yeah, but that was just a maple like rice crispy, like no yeah. Scandinavian names. Huh. It might be if it's not the first, it's one of the first times we yeah. hear it. Because at first it's just Saint Olaf, but then it's kind of ties back to we've tied back to it being um tied to Vikings and stuff, but I don't know if we've right. heard well, it's called Gnek and Flecken Cake. Yes. And I love the jokes about how she Americanized it and brought it into the eighties. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I wonder how. How do you... I'm, yeah. I know there's a, probably a way to Americanize it, like add a ton of sugar or something. Right. But give me the recipe, please. Right. <laughs> um. So Angela and Sophia talk about how they caught up. Basically, everybody they've ever known from Sicily is dead. Yeah. So sad. I know. But not just the people they like. Um. They mentioned earlier how that um, family they had a vendetta against, how they were all dead. Right. Yeah. Um, and um, basically they're like, they go back and forth a little bit. Sophia is the one to invite her to move to Miami. Did you notice that? Yes. She invites her and Blanche is like, oh, you'd love Miami. And Dorothy, like, once again, Dorothy with the enthusiasm in this episode, she goes, Aunt Angela, what do you say? And, like, smacks her a little bit. Right. She's, like, like, a little aggressive about it. I know. I'm glad she's happy, though. Um, Yeah. But basically, like, you know, she agrees to stay. And then as soon as she does agree to stay, this is the moment where, for me, the episode changes. Yes. Because, I mean, obviously they're sisters and there's, like, some... I mean, they've also come off, like, a 30-year feud, which was never mentioned. But it's totally fine. They don't even poke fun at each other until Sophia says. Until, yeah. When Sophia says, like, Aunt Angela wants everything I have. Uh, Like, she's going to muscle in on, she says, muscle in on my stuff. But they literally, I feel like they don't fight at all uh -uh. until. Nope. She says, yes, I'm moving. Yes, here. they don't even poke fun at each other. They don't make, she doesn't no. make fun of her food until Sophia says that right. line. It's like right. they didn't know, maybe the writers, I don't know, this is maybe, I don't know. It seems like they didn't know where the episode was going until they decided, right. you know what, this is going to be the conflict, let's run with it. And right. that's what they go with. And right. from then on. It's very interesting. It is. From then on, like, they're really aggressive towards each other. Yeah. And I don't get that, like. I don't get it because I feel like as sisters, Mm -hmm. like, you always kind of have, like, what you make fun of each other. Like, it's just, it doesn't change. Like, you always have something where you make fun of each other. You don't just get along and then all of a sudden stop. I mean, sometimes you do, but. Well, it's more like you can switch back and forth really easily. Right. Between, like, oh, I'm mad at you, you're, you know, that thing that whatever you make fun of them about. And then you're, like, going out to eat, like, two seconds later. Like. Right. Exactly. Because it doesn't matter. 
Right. But for them, it's like, as soon as they mention her staying, they hate each other and they don't stop. Right. Right. They don't have fun. I mean, maybe it's, maybe, thinking continuity-wise, maybe it's like residual hate from the last 30 years. Maybe. But they don't even mention that, so I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. It's very weird. It is weird. Um, so after they agree that, um... Angela's gonna live with her um Mm -hmm. Sophia like is like she does the thing Dorothy can I see you in the living room for a minute right she's pissed and that's when she says the whole muscling in thing and um that's kind of the end of that scene and do we know side note do we know who's the oldest is Sophia the oldest or is Angela I don't think they mentioned I don't think they do who would you guess is who I mean, with the whole muscling in thing, I would feel like Sophia's the oldest. I I would too, but who knows? They don't say. I would agree with you. Yeah, there. yeah. Um. So, the next scene, <laughs> we kind of allude to the chicken. You don't see the chicken, but Rose is like right. bringing a snack to her room, and oh she leaves it down on the table because she forgets something. And Dorothy grabs a little bit of it. And it turns out it's chicken chow. Yes. So funny. <laughs> I love that. I'm like, what? I wonder what it was. Like, corn. I wonder what it was. I wonder if it was like a granola type yeah, thing. Yeah, Like a grainy granola-y thing. Yeah, maybe. Because um, chickens so will eat anything, right? Oh, yeah. That's so weird. Um, so that's happening. And Sophia comes out, like, you know, shouting in Italian. And... She is so upset about Angela living there. She's so over it. Like, she's been sharing a room with her. She's done all these things that she's just so over. She wants her to find an apartment because she's staying with them until she finds a place to live and while they wait for her things. Um, And she's just venting to Dorothy. And I love the part where she's like, I'm not, like, upset. I haven't been complaining. Did I complain when she did this? And Dorothy says, yes, you did. And she says, well, did I complain when she did this? And she, Dorothy says, yes, you did. And she says, did I, com- did, did, did I complain when she did this to you? And, you know, apparently she's done stuff to Dorothy. Um, but um, this is when, like, Angela comes around and, and, um, She's kind of, like, really mean. This is when she really starts to be mean to Sophia. Mm-hmm. Um, which I really didn't notice her doing before. Um, but she comes home from an apartment search with Blanche. Which, how nice of Blanche to do for her roommate's um, sister. Oh, yeah. That was kind of random oh, and sister, kind. Yeah. yeah. Um, but apparently every apartment that Angela is looking for just isn't right. And it's like, what's, yeah. what's the, is she just being, she must just be like, she must just be picky. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think there's any motivations outside that. No. Yeah. I think she's just picky. And I mean, I really think that's just it. Yeah. Um, Sophia must think that she's just trying to stay with them as long as possible. Yeah. But I mean, we don't really get that. Um, so this is when Angela's mean to her. She says that she made dinner and it's a meal apparently with flavor, which Sophia's food doesn't have. Yeah. Um, which they just cooked a meal together. So why is she now all of a sudden a bad cook? Yeah. Right. And every single meal Sophia has made, maybe that's like the whole sister thing where you make fun of your sister for something like, you know, like isn't true, but you're just going to make fun right. of her for it anyway. <laughs> or, you know, it bothers them. Or yeah, whatever. <laughs> probably. Maybe she's just poking fun. Yeah. But, uh, it is not fun. Um, so it's chicken that she made. Um, it's kind of weird though. They get home. Which from an- didn't know that an Italian was known for fried chicken. But fried okay. chicken. Yes. But it, what else is weird about it is they just went apartment hunting and she says, oh, I cook dinner. And they walk into like yeah, a Yeah, I know. With fried and I'm sorry, but it. fried chicken needs to be fresh. Yes. Not, not left over. Yeah. Not having been sitting out for like an hour. Yeah. It was it's not so going to be crispy. Yeah. 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 Um, so they're all, like, about to eat this. I, this is probably one of my favorite moments of the episode. Like, 
Yeah. Like visually, sure. obviously. Yeah. Um, they're all sitting at the table because um, she made chicken and they've got these chicken uh, wings, like boned wings in <laughs> yes. their in their like in their hands in front of their faces. When Rose comes in and says, like, Count Bessie is missing. Oh, my God. And it's, they just, like, there's an amazing moment where everybody just, like, it clicks. And, and they're just looking at the chicken, like, mouths open. Yes. Like, they're about to take a bite. It's yes. so funny. It is. And it's even funny, too, when you know it's happening. Because there's a line before, like, the before Rose comes in and says, like, um, that she's missing. They say, this chicken looks great. And then right. she comes in, Count Bessie is missing. And it's just such a funny moment. Everybody's just, and then, yeah. And then Dorothy goes, Aunt Angela, <laughs> where did you get the chicken from? The garage. <laughs> and like, clearly, this part's, this part's as like afterwards is odd because you don't you don't think they had like a conversation like did you kill a live chicken you know because i mean i don't know i feel like they would have been like did you kill that chicken that was in the cage that was rose's yeah oh i'm i get what you're saying like after the fact Yeah, yeah yeah like after she came in because later this, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. Later, Rose is holding Count Bessie in the Tupperware, and she runs into yes. Aunt Angela, and she, like, Angela says something about, like, man, what a weird lady, like, who she screams murder over, like, fried chicken. She's weird. Like, you right. don't think anybody like, you told think... Angela? Right, right. Like, why she did that? Like, not just, like, right. she's a really strong vegetarian. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. it's just, yeah. it's one of those plot holes where I'm like, they could have done something quick to kind of like tidy yeah. that up a little bit, but I mean, I'm I won't be too picky. It's it's a funny moment. Um, it is. So later, um, oh gosh, this is the scene before that when Rose has the Tupperware of chicken Ugh. and who cooks a musician at the height of her career? And oh my gosh. Rose and I mean, um, Blanche and Dorothy are just trying to talk her down, like. You know, Count Bessie did more in her life and in her short years than most chickens do in a lifetime. Oh my gosh. So hysterical. They just, I love that they're trying to comfort her, but they're also like cracking up behind the scenes, like behind her back. Yeah. And like they know so what a ridiculous funny. situation it is. Yeah. Because I mean, can you imagine that? I like, know. So bizarre. I love, whoever wrote this part did yes. a great job. Yeah. I love this part of this show. I do this, too. Uh, episode. I do too. It's just like that. Because we've all been in this situ- those situations where you're like comforting a friend for like the most right. weird thing. Like, right. This isn't weird, but I remember like in college I had a really intense um, connection to a betta fish that I had. Oh, yes. You even had an Instagram. Yeah, Craig. Um, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, Craig. I remember this was a few, like a couple months before he died. I knew mm-hmm. he was sick. He recovered and then died a few months later. But I remember... My wife was laying in bed just crying about it and my roommate came in and like, you know, comforted me and my other roommate came in and like we weren't as close and she was like, what's going on? Because I'm like laying in bed crying and my um, my roommate said, oh, Craig is like sick and she goes, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember... (laughs) um, Going off of that, mm-hmm. my best friend, um, this was in fifth grade when we first became friends. Oh. She mm-hmm. had a beta fish, Abigail. Abigail, that's she adorable. She in peace. Yeah. Yes. And Abigail had died. Aww. And Haley calls me on the phone sobbing. Oh, my god! And, like, I'm like, it's a fish. Like, come <laughs> on. So I'm, like, trying to figure out how to comfort her. Yeah. But I don't know how. Because I'm not that type of i'm not like a feel-good person like that so they're there (laughs) yeah exactly they're there exactly (laughs) yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, it's, it's like, for being such a weirdly specific situation, it's just a relatable scene. It really is. In that yeah. Way, for yeah. friendship. So after this is when she runs into Aunt Angela and, you know, has running around with the Tupperware chicken. Um, (laughs) And um, we discover that um, she, Angela, got an apartment and, like, this is where Sophia confronts her. Like, you know, she points out that she stole her necklace. Um, Mm -hmm. Tony comes in. The girls say hi to him. And this is where we find out that Angela's new roommate is Tony and this is the ultimate betrayal because Sophia kept saying like she's muscling on my stuff she's just trying to take my stuff and like this is like the moment they go back and forth with their classic Sophia Angela insults may your blah 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 may (laughs) your and um the scene ends with um Angela getting her stuff with Tony and leaving And if Tony was a good boyfriend in that moment, he would have been like, oh, I'm so sorry. He just, you know, went with Angela. Right. So I feel like. Red flag. Yeah, I feel like she honestly should have been done with him there. Yeah, I agree. I honestly didn't think of it until I just said it now. So I'll give her. It's okay. It's okay. Um, So later, Rose is trying to. I didn't realize a lot does happen in this episode. Um. Or at least it does, but it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Lots of things happen, but do they? They don't leave the house. No, they don't. At least on screen. Um, Rose somehow has like three or four chickens and is trying to. This is my favorite moment of oh the sh- of the episode. Rose is like, "Can you believe it? Four chickens, and not one of them has any musical ability." And <laughs> Dorothy says. <laughs> It's a sad commentary, Rose. All the young chickens are wasting their time playing video games. <laughs> oh my gosh. How does she come up with that? I I know. It's it's so good. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It I I don't know. <laughs> um, and they go into the kitchen and this is where they kind of talk about Sophia and Angela's situation and they just break it down into like, Blanche just sums it up with, sisters have a natural adversarial relationship, which I don't, yeah. know, I don't know if I agree with, maybe a little bit, but. I feel like growing up, yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like it depends on, okay, like, when you, you know, leave the nest, do you become closer or do you just stay? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, we became closer. Do you think? But. Then when we were at home. Oh my gosh, I'm just kidding. We're doing a podcast together. That's why I thought. Oh, I was like, uh, hello. (laughs) No. I poured ketchup on you when you were on your way to your, um. You did. uh, What was it? Cotillion. Cotillion or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. (laughs) Do you remember that? Do you remember that time that I flung that DVD at your face? And it hit me in the face. Oh, that was a, and that was not on purpose, I swear to God. No, it, it hurt just... so bad. <laughs> I'm sure it did, but, like, I just remember frisbeeing it, and it just yes. went into your face, and, like, I felt bad, obviously, but, like, I was, like, kind of proud of my aim. <laughs> Dude, it hurt so bad. Yeah, I think we've come a long way. I think so, too. Yeah. But I don't, but it's, you're right, because Blanche is one who did not stay close with her sister right was she ever close with her sister (coughs) i mean i'm sure they had like moments but it didn't really seem like it yeah yeah um she and she also talks about like how she slept with her sister's um um prom date the night before prom no it's per prom date um, which like I kind of love though that she didn't even like sugarcoat it. She was like, "Yeah, that's right. what I did." Yep. Or like, oh, like oh, live with it. Okay, yeah, okay. So, um, Sophia is pretty much she walks in and is like, "I'm gonna go." Tony is definitely cheating on me because I heard a woman's voice in the background, and she says, "I'm gonna kill her. I'm gonna go over there and kill her." Oh my gosh! And it's a little dramatic. I know, but you know who's a little dramatic? Sophia. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, excuse me. So she goes to the apartment and 
Angela's walking around in a robe. And Sophia gets a lot of, like, digs at her, like, real quick. Oh, yeah. Um, like she, you know, she talks about how she's wearing her robe and, and really, right. um, Angela. Had what, did, what did she say? Oh, I can barely walk. Yeah. Rub it in. <laughs> and like, it took, I love that joke because it took the audience like, yes, a couple a seconds. Second. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was hilarious because that was a dirty joke. It was, but like, it was a dirty one that was clever. So you oh, yeah. definitely have it on TV. Oh, yeah. I loved it. So good. <laughs> um, and then um, Tony comes out and mm. Sophia calls him out for sleeping with her sister. And he's yes. like, no, like, you're the only one in my life. <laughs> right. Oh. And she, like, falls for it for a second. She's like, oh, Tony. Oh, Angela. Oh, boy, who was that woman? Yeah. And there's a woman, a nameless woman. She doesn't even get a name, poor thing. No. Um, she comes out in her bathrobe from Tony's room. And Ooh. he told her the same thing he told Sophia. So, poor woman. I wish she had gotten to beat him up with her purse, too. I know. She should have joined in. Yeah, right? Girl power. Um, yeah. So... Basically, um, Angela moves out and the episode ends at the uh, house when they discover that, um, like, they're all talking and they kind of make up Sophia and Angela do. Sophia gives her her necklace and they like in the in the distance, they hear old MacDonald um, like playing in the background and they run and count Bessie is okay. Maybe like, um, Rose accidentally left her cage open. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just saying as a chicken owner, that would never happen, but okay. No, sorry. I'm going to take your word for it. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, not responsible. Rose, not no. responsible. Um, Oh yeah. Also, um, Angela goes off to find a new apartment and Dorothy says, you know what? You can stay with us. And they both go, Dorothy, Dorothy can I can see I you for see a minute? You for a moment? <laughs> and then the episode ends. Yeah. So, um, I guess we can do stand by your man. I just have one Blanche count. Okay. Um, when she talks about sleeping with her sister's prom date. Oh, yeah. Not your best move, Blanche, but honestly, I'm glad she could look back at it with honesty. Yes. Um, good for her. <laughs> um, it's an oh, it's an odd episode, so I guess I'll share my lady of the evening first. Okay. Um, I Ooh. think I'm gonna pick Dorothy. <laughs> okay. I don't think I considered anybody else for the position. Um yeah. ever like Basically, the whole, you know, video game line, the 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 comforting her friend in her time of need. Yeah. Um, I think all those moments were great. She was a great friend. She was a great niece. Um, you know, you can tell that Dorothy really prioritizes her family and her friends. Yes, um, she does. I think Dorothy was great in this episode. Yes, she was. Yeah. Um, I'm going to choose Rose. Ooh. Yes. Um, I just loved how how compassionate she was about Count Bessie. I love mm-hmm. the chicken plot. Yeah, I mean, I great. always have a weak moment for chicken plots. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was just so passionate about it and trying, you know, to find a replacement. And mm-hmm. I thought it was hysterical, the plot. Yeah, it was great. So, yeah. So, what would you rank this episode? Ugh. Definitely not my fave. Okay. Um, I did like the pace of the episode. I mm-hmm. thought it was really quick. It did move along pretty quickly. <clears throat> it did. And I appreciated that. Um, so I'd probably rank it a six. Okay. I was thinking the same thing. Maybe a seven. Yeah. Um, I mean, it I is... Did, I did enjoy the chicken plot. Yeah. I think I'm going to give it a six. Mm, I'm gonna give it a six. Two. Okay. I think I'm gonna agree with you. Um, nice. Yeah, I agree. I do like the chicken plot too. There, and there were some amazing lines in it. But just there like, were just like the watchability of it. Like I don't want to go back and rewatch it that often. Yeah. Like some plot I things. Mean, it wasn't super. To be strong. honest, 
a lot didn't really go on in this episode. And, yeah. like, that's fine. I got, I just got kind of bored because it was just back and forth and bickering and, um. What was the point of it, too? Exactly. Exactly. Like, one second I mean, they're fine and, and, and then another second Sophie is like, no, this can't happen. She can't move in. I hate her. Yeah, I almost feel like there was no, like, growth moment, no, like, come-to-Jesus moment. No. I mean, there kind of was. It, it was kind of a nice moment where they thought, you know, this is kind of what we do. Like, we just bicker. We'll be yeah. back to hating each other in a couple minutes. But, you know, we're family. It's like, okay. Yeah. okay. All right. Cool. I don't know. Yeah, it There felt wasn't like... really a, a resolution, I guess. No, it felt like there was more growth in um, Blanche's sister episode. Right. You know? Maybe not, but I, that's yeah. just how I felt. Um, yeah, yeah. But we can we can move on because you know what? We're never gonna see What's Angela next? again. Yeah, this is true. No, never again. Um. So next week's episode is season one, episode twenty. We're approaching the end. Um, wow. Uh, it is called "Whose Face Is This Anyway." And what's that one? This is the one where um, Blanche goes to her, I believe it's when she goes to her sorority's reunion. <gasps> and she wants plastic oh, surgery. Okay, okay. Yeah. This is a pretty extreme okay. one. Um, I think, uh, do you remember what the side plot is or should we be surprised? Um, it, I don't, I don't remember what it is if I'm being honest. That's okay. Um, yeah, we'll just I, be surprised. I, yeah, I can't think of it. I can't think of it. Um, yeah, this episode reminds me a lot. I'm sure we'll talk about it next week. It reminds me a lot of the menopause episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like being a part of Blanche's journey. So I'll be curious to see what we rank it. Yeah. I'll probably give it like a six or seven for a pre-rank. Uh, I think I want to pre-rank it a eight. Because I okay. love a good uh, Blanche episode. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I just... This episode seems pretty negative to me until, like, the very end. So I guess we'll see. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Whose face is this anyway? Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at shenanigans at Shady Pines, all one word. Until next time, thank you for being a friend. I'm so sorry. You're starting us off on a good note, Jenna. Yep, there we go. Okay. All right.